Hello there. So I've seen Black Panda Wakanda Forever yesterday. Uh, this will be my non-spoiler review. I won't go into any spoilers about this film. Anything I talk about will have been in like the trailers and the marketing for the film. So just a fair heads up as well, even though I won't go into specifics on the plot or anything like that. Anything I do talk about will have been in the marketing for this. So if you if you don't know stuff that's happened in the market and uh, that's your fair warning as well to get out but uh, this will be a non-spoiler review so what i'll do is um i'll get the the main negative out the way first of all just get it out of the way first of all it isn't as good as the first one i mean i do think the first film is a much better film and the primarily reason being this film is way too long it's like two hours and 40 minutes but it doesn't really need to be there are moments in the film where I found my interest lagging and there were parts when I just felt you could have got this done a lot quicker and it's like it's not just the fact oh, that any film that's long or two hours, 40 minutes or whatever automatically got automatically a turn off because no it's not like it didn't feel it didn't actually engross me for the entire time like say and even say Avengers Endgame's longer than this but that film had me hooked from beginning to end and every moment was great to me it's one of the but that's just personal opinion so the when I say the two hours 40 minutes it felt the runtime. like for example Elvis was two hours 40 minutes that came out last this year a few months ago never felt the runtime. I had my worries that it might be too long but no I never felt the runtime with that but with this Unfortunately, I did at moments, and uh, like I said, it ain't as good as the first one. The first one's a much better film, but there are other reasons why we can go into this. And of course, the the script was written for this before Chadwick Boseman uh, tragically passed away back in uh, the summer of twenty twenty, just over two years ago. Uh, so they've obviously had to rework this. So you can sort of you can forgive any sort of flaws in this with this because you know it was the fact they've got this film out so quickly is kind of remarkable, in a way when you think about it, especially when you think there would have been still restrictions and things with like the lockdowns and pand and with the pandemic as well. While this so to to have got this film out this quickly, it's kind of remarkable, and sometimes it maybe shows in the storytelling that it is a bit weak at times. However. I mean, another thing I would say, maybe they could have pushed this back to Phase 5, and it might have been a better film for that. However, what this film does is, this is still a very good film. I've kind of got the negative out the way, first of all, but this is still a very good film. There's a lot to like about this. I might not absolutely love it and put it on top tier MCU or anything like that, and maybe not in a drastic rush to ever watch it again in the cinema, but when it comes on Disney+, Plus, yeah, sure, I'll watch it again. If it was still like the DVD... I know you can still buy DVDs and Blu-rays that are on Disney, but I most often don't because I subscribe to it anyway. I would still buy this. If, even if there wasn't a thing, I'd still buy this on Blu-ray, add it to the collection, and I'd, I would watch it again. I'm just not in a desperate rush to go and watch it in the cinema again. However, it's worth seeing in the cinema for the first time, that's absolutely sure. I seen it in IMAX yesterday at Edinburgh IMAX, and the film looks beautiful. It is spectacular to look at, for sure. And there's some fantastic moments in this. And I will say this, they have honoured Chadwick Boseman beautifully in this film. They've done such a wonderful job of that. Which is, when you consider, I almost feel bad mentioning any sort of flaws in this film because they've had a, a really difficult task to do this. But they've done a really good job. It's still a very good, 
well worth watching film. I mean, I paid for the IMAX to go and see it. No regrets paying to go and see it. It's not like I was like, yeah, I've still got my money's worth. Still had a really good time. I didn't love it on top tier, but you know, still had a really good time. And uh, there's plenty. Oh, even though I mentioned negatives there, and I got them out of the way, there are plenty of positives. Believe me. And like I said, they've done a wonderful job with um, Honor and Chadwick Boseman. And I know some people say, oh, you should have recast them and things like that. I mean, when you think about it, if you're going to bring the film out this quickly, I mean, having somebody recast them straight away, I don't know, it would feel a bit... I don't know, it's a bit soon. I know they've recast Jennifer, uh, General Ross with it, unfortunately, William Hurt passed away. You've got uh, Harrison Ford coming out to recast them, which is great casting and everything, but, you know... Uh, you know, I would have, especially with the whole shock of this, there was a real shock to what happened with Chadwick Boseman. I mean, all all of these are deaths are sad, but there was a real shock. So if you just, it's kind of like the Heath Ledger thing. I know they recast Joker, but they recast them later down the years, and they didn't do it straight away. So it's like it's like you know, there was four years between the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises, but Christopher Nolan didn't recast Joker. He didn't. When Joker came in, it was in different continuity and things. And you can always have another T'Challa with multiverses now. That's the other thing. So I'll, I'll say that. So just to address that there. But uh, he, he is obviously clearly, he was so good in the first film, so great in this part, just especially in this, uh, in the first film and in Civil War as well. He is kind of, he, he is such a big loss. You do feel miss his presence here. However, what I will say is, again, the, the, like I said, the, they've done a wonderful job honouring them, and the actors really do step up in this film. I mean, uh, Letitia Wright, who was, uh, was has been a side character to this point in time, and an entertaining one, she's very likeable, but sometimes making the jump from side character to, to, to lead is really difficult. It's difficult. It doesn't always quite pay off. It pays off here. She really brings it here. Absolutely brings it. You have to see the way she has to deal with grief and everything like that. When her character was kind of a little smart ass, hey, look at me, da, 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 who's quite funny and witty and everything like that. Put her, and she really pulls out the acting chops with this one and uh, does a great job. She was really good even before as a side character, but she really steps up and is excellent here. And um, you've got um, Angela Bassett has been getting a lot of praise, and uh, rightfully so. She is phenomenal in this film. Um, she does such a great, powerful performance. There are so many moments that are really powerful. But the acting across the board is so good. I've got to say, it's really good. And uh, the guy, that I, I don't know the name of the guy that plays Namor, the, the villain, uh, he's really good, really excellent, he's an interesting villain as well, and I really like the way when they explain his backstory, I think that's a great scene, without going into it, I'm not going to talk about that, but you know, his backstory does get explained, so uh, that was really good, I really enjoyed that. Latipa uh, Nyong'o. I'm sorry again. I can't, I can't. I'm sorry if I keep pronouncing her name incorrect. It's her surname incorrectly. She's great. I think she's got more to do in this really than she did in the first film, which is great. Uh, one of the real standouts was uh, it was great to see. Um, I think her name's uh, Dominique. I can't remember her, her surname. I think it's something like Dominique Warren. Apologies for that. This is the first time I've seen her in anything. Uh, she's Riri Williams in this. Uh, she's excellent, really good, really charismatic, really likeable. And again, I'll talk about something that's set up here because it, it, this is in the market. But again, this is where I'll say, I'll talk about something for the market that's in the market, which isn't a spoiler. But just in case, skip on 30 seconds, just in case. You know, uh, obviously she's going to be Ironheart. 
and uh, she, she does a great job here. She's really excellent, you know. And uh, I've seen a, a tweet as well today, like Robert Towney Jr. said to, said that she did a wonderful job, and you know, she's great though, really charismatic, really likable. Looking forward to that series. Hopefully, that'll get some of the Marvel series back on track as well. Hopefully, so so now as this is my first impression of her, and it's a great one. To be fair, she was excellent. Really liked her. Uh, so yeah, and another thing is this isn't a film that has a ton of action in it. It's like it's got, but the action that's in it is really good, like really excellent, very exciting, very spectacular. This is not. This film does have a beautiful soul and is beautiful to look at. So it's extremely well made. That's why I seen it in IMAX and it looked tremendous in IMAX. So it was well worth it. Well worth it. So to me now, what I would say is. Well, Black Panda, Wakanda Forever has its flaws, and like I said, way too long. Still good, though. You can still like something in spite of its flaws, and there's way more to like than the flaws here, so it's a thumbs up. It's still really enjoyed this movie. The, like I said, the pros outweigh the cons. And, uh, yeah, all, all I can say, definitely worth seeing. If you're a big fan of the MCU, absolutely, well worth seeing. Even if, it, to me, it's not one of my favourites, it's still good. You know, even a lesser MCU movie is still a very enjoyable one, and this is the case here. Uh, so, that's my thoughts there. So, going forward, uh, I've also, over the weekend, I watched the Selena Gomez documentary, My Mind and Me, so I'll do a review for that tomorrow. Also planning on re-watching Enchanted, if I get the chance, and then do a review of that before Disenchanted comes on Disney+. Plus. So, and when I watch that, I'll review that, of course. So, there you go. Thanks ever so much for taking the time to listen, and goodbye.